Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Oh, Melody, Melody, quiet down. You know what time it is? It's time for my favorite show. Here it comes. Ready? And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast! It's Puckle! Puckle! It's Puckle! Puckle! And welcome to the 278th or 279th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my spectacular co-host, Scrawn, and Professor Snag. Did you see my Wait, SAT word, Snag? I'm not spectacular. What? <laughs> I'm not Wait, spectacular. You want a different adjective? Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no. Who am I, Bosephus? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, am, uh, I am marvelous. You can call me Marvel. I'm marvelous. Okay. Uh, so we are uh, we are the Puckle Podcast. <laughs> PUCL. We stand for the Pokemon Underground Champions League. We are a Pokemon podcast that talks everything Pokemon. And this is our main show. There are several subsets. If you want to learn about competitive battling, learn about TCG. And uh, Snag here actually does the Game Corner, which is a lot of fun. And so check those out when you have the time. But uh, we're here today bringing the main show. Welcome if you're new. Welcome back if you're old. This is going to be a good time. We've got some good Pokemon discussion today. So uh, before we start, as we do always, what have you guys been up to in Pokemon lately? Gee, man, I had my final UUTC battle today. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, it's today uh, for you. It was yesterday for me. Yes, I am re- <laughs> remarkably dismayed and forlorn to say that Scrawn was not able to pull through this time. Oh, yes. I, I have I slow claps. We should get some like sound effects of like slow later. claps there. <laughs> Next year, Scrawn shall be back in full force. <laughs> resurrect puckle oh yeah i you guys this is like the closest i think staff has come and wait no did you lose to wave bomber in the finals that one year yeah i did actually yeah never mind never mind yeah 
I got really close. So we, we only have the final match. Ago. We only have the final match left in the UGC then, right? We have, uh, there's yeah. one match left. It is yeah. Lone sentient Ranger and versus Sentient Pokeball. Sentient Pokeball. Sentient Pokeball yeah. actually... just like wreck the, the winner's bracket. Like, he just destroyed Okay. It. He's really good mm-hmm. at like stuff. Like, <laughs> he wouldn't. <laughs> when I saw his team, it was actually one of the ones I was least scared of. But yeah. his it was his ability at playing the opponent. Yeah. That, he was, really he's he's very good at that from what I hear. I didn't get a chance to play yeah. him. Yep. Uh, so Well, congratulations to both of you for making that mm-hmm. far, and we're very excited to uh, find out the result. And maybe we'll finally record some of the uh, commentary for the battles. <laughs> right. Uh, we could we could talk. I have some ideas, Snag. We can we should talk after the show. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> All right, so let's see. What else am I talking about? Oh, yeah, Snag, what have you been up to in Pokemon? That, that's the next question. Um, well, uh, everyone will be glad to hear that Snag has finally finished the main game of Pokemon Sun. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Slow claps yeah. again. Yeah, it's uh, uh, spring break definitely helped me uh, be able to accomplish that, and now I'm going around trying to catch the Ultra Beasts and uh, the Tapus and stuff like that. I, you're, you're in Sun, right? You're in Sun. Yes, that's right. Okay, so Sun's Ultra Beasts are different than mine. Mine and Moon. So, I yeah. mean, I, I ended up getting them all, but just thinking about which ones are which. Cool story, bro. Yeah, thanks, I'm, I'm... thanks Gron. <laughs> Wait, what? The different versions have different Pokemon in them? Yeah, right? <laughs> well, the Ultra, Beast, the Ultra Beast, I think, is a really interesting one, honestly, because it's, it's, like, it's like a group of, like, legendaries that's different. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. They're Ultra Beasts, they're not t- technically legendaries, but same thing. Right, They're, like yeah. same difference. <laughs> it's it's like the same thing. Uh, yeah. But we have been working on getting all my synchronizers over and some false swipers and all the stuff that I had in previous generations that help with catching things. That's so. good. Cool, cool. That's good. Um, have fun with it. It's a good time. Yeah, it's a, it's mm-hmm. a fun little mission. I mean, I think I think the post game still could have been better. I, everybody's going to keep comparing it to uh, that that Heart Gold Soul Silver post game. No, that's just uh, that's just never post- gonna happen again. <laughs> Emerald and, post game battle frontier. Honestly, you're right, and I I mean they, it's just something they could add. It's not like they don't want to do DLC. I understand Pokemon doesn't want to do DLC, right? Um, yeah. But what they could do is they could just be like, here's a little thing, here's a little download title on I guess the Switch now because that's the home console, and they could download that. And it's essentially Battle Revolution was essentially a battle frontier, right? And Thatch, yeah. you have talked about this on like every episode. Yeah. Because if I up. do it, if I do it, it's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> Long story short, Thatch wants to make a little DLC where you can do the Battle Frontier. I literally just want anything that you can put on the TV so I have a battle simulator on the TV that's easy to stream so you don't have to buy a capture card. That's all I'm saying. Like, I'm saying this to somebody with a capture card. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fair like, enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, give give it a like another year or two, and then there'll be some sort of a Pokemon game on the on the Switch, and then maybe, then maybe. there there are rumors about that actually. Um, I I don't I don't know if it was if it's good for news, but I know that Game Freak is absolutely hiring somebody to work on a new Pokemon game, and they're the position's supposed to go until twenty eighteen. So that means something something's coming to the Switch. I think I think there's going to be another Pokemon game announcement this year, probably for the three DS. And then we'll probably get an announcement next year for something on the Switch. Mm. That's what I'm thinking. I don't 
You know, everyone says, like, there's going to be Pokemon stars soon or something. But, like, no, that's not how the Pokemon company works. They're going to come out with something completely different. You're one of the recent with a recent track record that's going to be completely from no literally literally they become the most unpredictable company since Black and White two. Absolutely, I have no like I could I could before Black and White two predict the patterns of how they release games, but Uh once Black and White two happened and it's just like there are two versions. It's not gray. It's like okay, that's changing (laughs) it up, and then you're just like, well, we'll just wait for those Gen three remakes. And it's like here's X and Y, and it's just like okay. Okay, we're not doing Gen 3 remakes. That's fine. We don't need them because you can still bring Pokemon all the way up. And they're like, have your Gen 3 remakes. And it's just like, I, I just don't know anymore. And then we're just, uh, we were waiting for Pokemon Z for the longest time yeah. and that never happened. Nope, that never happened. I, um, I understand why. I absolutely yeah. understand why. I should have been looking at, I should have been looking at sales numbers. That makes 100% sense. Uh, regarding that, I have, uh, this, uh, so you guys know the meme with, uh, like, uh, from Fairly Odd Parents with, like, Timmy Turner's dad, where it's like, this is where this thing would go if I had one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I have one of those Nintendo cases that have, like, the 18 cartridges in it. Oh my gosh. Yes. And there's, like, there's, like, one spot missing, so it's X, Y, and then there's a blank spot. And I, whenever I see them, I think, that's where my Pokemon Z would go, if I had one. If I had one. <laughs> gosh. Oh, oh I have a fun little piece of Pokemon trivia. Okay. So uh, one of our beloved Puckalonians, I'm not going to say their name for like obvious like security reasons, uh, but they are having me ship that a very special Pokemon card. Oh, yeah, game. I saw that. I yes. saw that. Yes, and uh, it recently it, Well, arrived. tell them what the Pokemon card is. Tell people, so for reference, okay. nobody knows what it is. Well, I know last what it is. year, I know what it is. The Pokemon uh, company had a 20th anniversary special edition Pikachu card printed, and it's gold, like gold plated. I don't know how yeah. to really describe it because obviously it's like painted, but it's it, like, it's probably like gold it, leaf. Yeah, but this this thing is expensive, man. This, thing, <laughs> this is like a two thousand dollar card. Do you have it now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> it's just... it's hidden, so don't try to rob me all the way in Japan, but yeah. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Scrawny. Just uh, shuffle it into one of your decks and play with it. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. That sounds absolutely that sounds absolutely <laughs> awful. Card. <laughs> don't even sleeve it. Don't even sleeve it. It's fine. Just put it in there. <laughs> Make sure to tear it. Oh, absolutely no way. No uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, just As kidding. For... I, I I would never do that, but yeah. What Go have ahead. you done in Pokemon Thatch? Uh, I have been building teams. Um, so I, I streamed on Thursday. I'm trying to get into a into a groove where I do it at least once a week. Uh, I'll see if I actually do some today. Uh, this by then it'll be in the past for whoever's listening to the show. But uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get into a groove where I do it at least once a week. And I, I mean, I want to build like several teams to have on hand, and then I can just have like a bank of competitive Pokemon just sitting in my sitting in my game. And Moha, I mean, I have some from the past, but I mean, that's Gen Six. Gen Seven's almost a different meta game. Uh, right. <laughs> now, so, now I haven't done a whole lot, but I hear that Lando T is still uh, a yeah, good Lando T still there. Um, <laughs> Landed, uh, the the problem children right now. I mean, this will probably this might shift. Um, that's why they're not banned yet. So, uh, or or suspected yet. Um, the, right now the S rank viability is uh is Lando Snarian, um Mega Metagross, 
which I honestly think is cancer right now, but that's just me. Um, and uh, Ferramosa, uh, uh, which is, uh, I mean, Metagross is actually like a really big threat right now. It's speed stat just outspeeds a few things that are really popular um, yeah. because it outspeeds Kartana. It outspeeds, um, it outspeeds a good chunk in the meta with like a 350. So yeah. it's a, it's definitely a threat. I mean, Ferramosa, Ferramosa is literally there because the other two are there. Like that is the, yeah. that is the reason Ferramosa is S tier. That's right. Is Doug Trio still a thing? Doug Trio did not get banned. He's still around. He's still like A rank. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. My little man, Doug Trio. I think that's really cool. I liked uh, playing with Doug Trio back in uh, Gen 1. Yeah, and to see that it's coming back and being uh, popular is, uh, and being successful, I think is awesome. It's because it can literally handle like Metagross. <laughs> that's that's honestly the reason it can handle Metagross, and it, it's a fun. It, I mean, the meta is fun right now. Uh, we we have a battle cast on it that's going to come out next Thursday, so uh, definitely check that out. Um, but yeah, so I think we'll we'll cut it there. We'll go to the news. We have a little bit of news to talk about, so we will. Uh, kick it on over and cue the epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower. This just in. And on to the news. So in the news, we have a few things. Uh, nothing super exciting, except for maybe this Pokemon Go Water Festival that's going on until March 29th. So I think water it's Tuesday. Festival. Water Festival. So there's a few things that are, that are really cool about that. One, you can catch a lot of water Pokemon. So if you need to get those Magikarp candies to get your Gyarados, they're littered all over the place. Two, They are really, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two, you can uh, also have the chance to catch a shiny Magikarp. Uh, what? They, yeah. Isn't oh, that crazy? Yep. Yeah, does it evolve Andy, into a red Gyarados? I, I do not know. Yes, it does. It, it does. does it? Yes. Okay. I don't have one, but I've seen plenty of pictures of uh, of that happening. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go, Scron. There you go. <laughs> How and common so, are they? I, I don't know. I've, I, I've seen a I've seen a bunch of other people show that they've caught them. Um, I have not uh, seen any myself, and I've caught. 25 or so. I don't know, a bunch of Magikarp in the last few days. I, I would say, I so. mean, it's probably on the order of, like, getting an evolution item, probably. Probably, yeah. That's what I would say. Yeah. Um, although, be be careful there, uh, because they have... So, uh, one of the Pokemon that Ditto can turn into is a Magikarp. Yep. So I have heard stories of people who have caught... Ha, ha, where a shiny Magikarp has appeared, <laughs> and it turned into a Ditto. That sounds awful. <laughs> I know, right? I that think sounds... that I would probably fall on the concrete and just never get up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so Poke- that's what's going on in the Pokemon Go world. If you want to do some Pokemon... I think there was also an interview with John Hankey not too long ago, where he also mentioned something about Mew and Mewtwo being out by the end of the year. So... Uh, Another thing, I'm not sure if it was uh, mentioned there, Thatch, but also for those of you playing Pokemon Go, or maybe those of you who have been uh, deterred by how difficult it is to get evolution items, uh, Mm -hmm. with the most recent update, evolution items are guaranteed on your seven-day... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man, now I gotta play. Okay, I'm in. So so keep those streaks going. Every seven days, you get a new item. Yeah. Well, I should say, you just get a item, not a new one, necessarily, but... Yeah, I need a dragon scale big time. Yeah, me too. I've got I've got enough for Kingdra already. 
Yeah, um, I, I, I've had, I had enough uh, stuff to evolve everything since before the the Gen two came out, but I'm waiting on items. I've, I've been lucky enough to get two sunstones and two metal coats. Yeah. So now I'm sitting on uh, waiting on King Rocks, Dragon Scale, and an upgrade. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So. so next, uh, there's some new 3DS themes for those of you who like to spend your money on your 3DS and making it look pretty like I do. Um, you can. Nobody. There's a. Th- huh. Nobody does. Nobody. <laughs> uh, Shiny Tafu Coco uh, theme is out, as well Ooh. as Guzma. Guzma themes? Guz- Guzma or Guzma? Guzma or it's Guzma? Guzma, man. Guzma. Guzma. Your boy Guzma. Uh, yeah, there's a theme for him as well. So that's pretty cool. Um, oh, are you going to buy it now, Scron? Are you going to make your 3DS pretty? Yeah. Uh, those are out in the US and in Japan, by the way. That is uh, a pretty cool uh, background. I like yeah, it, it is. It's got like Galissapod in the back, like what? And it's got like the grunts in the back, like hey. <laughs> I want to check these out. The shiny Tapu Coco one sounds fun. Uh, but can you still sign up for that one thing that gives you Pidgeotite? Nope, that's it. That happened last weekend. Uh, but what they do with these Mega Stones is they're pretty much going to just release them a month later. Like you get early access. I if so. you if you sign up for these, that's essentially what you get. Mewtwoite is still available though with the code M two Descent. Uh, both X and Y Mewtwoite. Okay. Uh, so, next in news. Uh, so, we all thought that Nintendo or Game Freak or the Pokemon company forgot about Pokemon Tournament, but they didn't, kind of. <laughs> and so, the Pokemon, the Pokemon Tournament or the Pokemon Tournament series was announced. It's using the Wii U version, which is to get people two worlds. Uh, so, there are going to be four different tournaments that allow f- the top four players to go to worlds to compete for the World Championship and Pokemon Tournament. Sweet. Uh, so there are two qualifying events. Um, one of them is in the uh, is uh, in the United States at Orlando during the CEO fighting event. I'm not 100. I'm not in the fighting game scene, so I do not know 100 what is going on there. Um, and there is also going to be another qualifying event later announced in Europe. And then there's also going to be another event over in Japan where they bring the top four players over. So we're at 12. And then the last one is going to be the last chance qualifier that is going to be taking place at Worlds. The top four from that will be allowed to participate in Worlds um, okay. for the World Championship title. I have a question. Yes. I've been a, I've, I'm one of the lucky few Westerners who have had the privilege of using the J- Japanese Sega Arcade exclusive Pokemon Tournament Pokemon. Empoleon, Darkrai, Scizor, right? Uh, Darkrai, Scizor, Kuroga. Oh, and uh, okay. And Empoleon. Yeah, yeah. So, are those Pokemon going to be available for this? No, because this is the Wii U. This is the Wii uh, U version. This is uh, all done on the Wii U version. But Darkrai is so cool. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I think this is definitely going to be like some kind of like Switch upgrade that we get at some point. I'd hope so. I, I really wonder how much it actually costs to just push, push those few char- characters through. Uh, just to make them available. I mean, why? Right? Why not? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm certain that they probably have a couple more even in the wait, and you could just put it on the Switch. And I think the Switch is an excellent platform for that. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. Uh, so that's it for Pokemon news, like the real heavy Pokemon news. But uh, I do want to make the. I'm going to do this every day for like the next month, or every every episode for like the next month. Uh, PuckleCon is happening once again in Columbus, Ohio, June 21st to 23rd-ish. So feel free to come by. We'll have more details and schedule on the website. 
Um, we, I, I, I found a preferred hotel literally just before this show. So, well, preferred quotes. You can, you can stay wherever you want. I, but there are going to be places closer to my house where we can, uh, get together for the cookout and stuff on cookout or get together on Friday on the 21st. Where you can get Asian fusion food with thatch. (laughs) (laughs) Or Italian food with thatch. Oh yeah. You can get Italian food that isn't really Italian food. It's fairly close. You just don't put the pasta in the piata. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the piata. <laughs> you just don't piasta. put the pasta in the piata. That's what, that's what I was told. Yeah, no, you can get right. you can get some you can get some food with thatch. Uh, and I know we were gonna plan to get together, and uh, so I just got I got well, we it's confirmed we're getting a new place uh, here in the next month or so. So it's a much bigger place. It's gonna be way way fun. Cool. Uh, so yeah. Uh, that is going to be it for the news today, guys. But I do need to quiz you guys on your innate Pokemon knowledge. So we're going to flip it on over to Puckle's Poke Quiz. And welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz, where we are going to... Quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. So, of course, as always, guys, lower those browsers. No internet. You gotta use what's in your noggin. So, we're gonna go ahead and jump into it. There are gonna be five questions today. I just realized I did not have one with two answers. That's good. Uh, <laughs> I am going to, uh, I, I made one of them in my head two answers now. Okay. You could just so, each get, oh, wait, Thatch, compromise. You give us each a half a point. This is not happening. <laughs> We're, we're not doing this half no. point nonsense. Okay, that's I agree. The half point is, is ridiculous. Give me 0. 0.6 of a point. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like the way you're thinking. Oh, my gosh. Okay, but uh, I, do have, uh, I do have some questions for you guys. You guys get a minute to answer each of them. And on top of that, you will be uh, receiving uh, – what am I talking about? You're going to be receiving uh, – Coasters. Oh, coasters! If you do win, yeah. uh, first one to thirty. Scrawn's actually in shooting distance of first place right now. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see because uh, we'll see if you guys also get a hint on one of these questions. If you really, really uh, are stuck, if we don't so, use our hint, do we get more points? Uh, you do get an extra point if you don't. You do use your hint, and you get all of the questions correct. Oh boy! That's how that's how the extra point works. Nobody's been able to do that for a while because I started making the questions a little bit tougher. So, all right, let's do this, Snag. Yes. All right. So, if you guys are ready, we will jump into the first question now. As always, I have some of your fellow co-hosts ask you que- uh, submit some trivia questions to make your lives a little bit more difficult. Um, <laughs> also, so they can block you from getting the coasters. Uh, <laughs> uh, most of the uh, some of these came from Gator today, so we're gonna we're gonna jump right in and see which ones we can get. So this first question is from Gator. For, uh, he asks, what berry, when held, will neutralize a super effective rock-type move? Is that a... Oh, man. Yeah. Is that a... Uh, mm, is that a Meekle berry? A Meekle berry? M-I-C-L-E? Uh, berry? I'm going to default to you. My guess would have been Lepo, but that's probably just the first one that oh. came to mind. So. Oh, no. No, that's that's not right. Yeah. No, like <laughs> I said, that's I'm... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, I'm going to default to you. You can also use the hint uh, if you really want. Uh, the other name that comes to mind is Charty, a Charty berry. 
I think that's flying though. Um, but Mikle, Mikle, Mikleberry, I think that's right. Because Shuka is ground. Is that going to be your uh, final answer? Wait, Thatch. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Mikleberry. You're going to go with the Mikleberry. Yeah. Right. Is that okay with you, Thatch? Uh, snack? Yeah, yeah. That's okay with me, too. Uh, uh, that is unfortunately incorrect. No! Uh, you remember when you said you, you said Shardyberry? Um, that was the right answer. Um <laughs> I was actually really surprised. I was going to give you multiple choice, but you you almost got it, so never mind. I'll get you back for this one. Uh, what's the Meekleberry do? I forget. It's not even one of them that does uh, damage reduction for super effective moves. It just moves. came to mind. I don't know why. Let me. Meekleberry raises the accuracy of one move when HP falls below 25%. Okay, that was really wrong. Were... Yeah, that was off 100%. Shark All right. Berry. Oh, so our next, wow. uh, our next question, we're going to move on. Uh, so, Generation 1. I know Snag's good at Generation 1. In generation I, yeah. 1, you catch the legendary birds in various locations, different than you do in Generation 3 remakes. Um, and one of these legendary birds is found in a non-optional dungeon. Which one is it? It is uh, Moltres. I'll go with his answer here. Because, uh, because Moltres is found in uh, um, Victory Road. Is that is that your final answer? Yes, that is correct. Uh, so that that is one point for you guys there. Thank you, sir. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> All right. So this next question is another one from Gator. Um, in Pokemon Sun and Moon, Pokemon Sun and Moon introduced us to Pokemon with Alolan forms, and for the first time, you see all these Pokemon Alola. They are in their Alolan form, except for one. Which Pokemon do you first encounter in its natural form, in its original form? Not Meowth! Because you have a pet Meowth. What? Is that your final answer? As long as you're just saying, like, see in the game and you're not talking about actual battle encounter. Yes, that is what I will say. And yes. That That is correct. Yes! Uh, (laughs) That is correct. Meowth is the... Pokemon. Oh, wow, I thought that was going to be rougher on you guys, but I know. Um, so <laughs> that is uh, that is one hundred percent correct. Now, this is the question. This next question is worth two points. Um, it's going to okay. be kind of a give me for the second point if you get it correct. So, um, in Pokemon Sun and Moon, had several callbacks to Generation One um, and previous games. Um, one of these references was a reference to the Nugget Bridge, uh, which actually appears almost. Uh, Almost once again entirely in its in the same form in Alola. Um, hmm. Where in Alola is the Nugget Bridge? And if you you will, I will also want the island to go along with that. I will need Isn't the it, uh, the location and the island that it is on. I, I know the answer to this, Snag. Go ahead. Uh, it's Melee City Gardens on Ula Ula Island. Uh, it's called Melee City. That's the one on. That's the big island. That's a big city on Ula Ula Island, right? Yes. Okay. Well then, well, I don't know why I answered. I, 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 <laughs> uh, let's go with that. <laughs> I know. I know the, that's the answer because I did that. So, so all right. The yeah. Challenge. That is correct uh, on both accounts. Um, it is in the Melee Garden. There is the Nugget Bridge inside of that. 
uh, with pretty much the exact same thing. They even give you a nugget at the end. And I think the guy even asks you if you want to join Team Rocket. Yeah, he does. Um, and then they then afterwards they say, oh, we're just reenactors. Yeah, we're just reenactors. <laughs> and so uh, that, I, that is correct on both accounts. That. So that's four points for you guys today. Uh, I'm going to have to go look for that. That's, <laughs> I must have missed that. That's yeah, no, cool. it's, not, it's something you could easily miss in the game. Absolutely. Um, okay, so question number five, the final question. Now, I always ask a question like this on every uh on every Poke Quiz, just because I th- feel like they're informative. Um, so I always ask you about a Pokemon stat and relative to its type. So I want to know what normal type Pokemon has the highest base speed. This includes Gen 7 and Mega Evolutions, obviously. Gen 7 being out for like five months at this point, I feel like that's assumed. Okay, so Snag, we still have a hint. So let's use our hint here. Let's do that, yeah, because we're not going to get any extra points yeah. for it. It's a Mega. Okay, okay. fair enough. Uh, mega normal so, types. Yeah, mega normals. Um, see, there's. We got. Uh, is it Pidgeot? Which is out. Pidgeot, which comes up. Um, I don't think it's Pidgeot. I well, what? What normal mega is gonna be? What normal mega is even out there? That would be. There aren't many. I'm trying to think. Let's see. Yeah, there aren't a whole lot of. I'm, and we get two minutes on this, right, Thatch? You do get two minutes on this one. Cool, cool. Um, that one's... Uh, Mega Altaria is not normal. Um, yeah, I can't think of any other... Um, any other normal-type Megas. Well, there's Autono. But that's not going to be faster than Pidgeot. Yeah, of course not. Uh... What else is there? Are there any legendary megas? Like no, no, they're all. Um, no, those are just primals. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I'm gonna pull it out of my out of my head. Uh, Mega Sableye doesn't like this Pokemon. Mega oh, Sableye doesn't like this Pokemon because of what reason? There's something that's also. Well, crap, Thatch, now you made it harder. How did I make it harder? You see, I'm trying oh. to narrow it down for you guys. <laughs> True. Um, uh, quick, let me Google it. <laughs> no, you can't Google it. <laughs> no. Oh, Mega. Um, ah! Mega Sableye hates this Pokemon. That's maybe, it, maybe it is. Is Odno part fairy when it Mega Evolves? Yes, it is. Well, that's it's, the, not, it's not that fast. I'm trying to think about the only other things that would actually give Mega Sableye trouble because I'm gonna I'm scary. gonna need an answer here soon. I'm gonna default to you, Scrawn. Ah, <laughs> so much stress. Uh, okay, come on. You're gonna need to pick something. Can't hear you. <laughs> yeah, I need something, Scrawn. Okay, let's just go with Mega. Oh, Mega Pidgeot. All right, I will. I'm gonna take the Mega Pidgeot because time's up. Uh, <laughs> that that is incorrect. Um, the answer is actually Mega Lopunny. Oh. oh, Mega Lopunny has That's a base speed of 135, and Mega Pidgeot's speed yeah. is base 121. So it's Mega also, 
Kangaskhan. Ah, I forgot. Oh, what yeah. Jeez. But yeah, Mega Lopunny makes sense. So, uh, now, uh, can you tell me why Mega Sableye doesn't like that? Like, what? Okay, so Mega Lopunny, Mega Lopunny uh, when it Mega Evolves, gains the Fighting type. And in yep. addition to that, it also gets the Scrappy ability, which allows it to hit Ghost type Pokemon there with is, um... Fighting and Normal type moves. Yep. So it was actually it was literally like the defense against Mega Sableye. Yeah. Back when right. it came out. So uh, that that's it though, guys, for Poke Quiz this week. You guys got four points though, so not too shabby. You guys got four points. That that changes up the leaderboard a little bit. Uh, so I'm ahead of Beaverla. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that that is, that is true. Uh, <laughs> All right, so we're going to click sort here, and we're going to get... So the new standings are the following. Scrawn is halfway to the coasters with 15 points. Shamu is f- close behind, though, with 13 in second place. Tied for third, we have Whimsicott and Jushiro with 10 points. In fifth place, we have Bobosophis. In sixth place, we have Snag with 7 points. In seventh place, we have Maximus with 6 points. Uh, in eighth place, uh, tied for eighth, we technically have Ethan and Beaverla with five points. Uh, and we have in tenth place, Viger with four points and Gator bringing up the rear with, uh, Zilch. So, uh, that's where we are today, guys. Uh, let's see. The race for the coasters continues. Uh, Scrawn still needs 15 points. So <laughs> let's do it. I'm it's still anybody's game. Time. It's still <laughs> anybody's game. Everybody's like an episode within each other. So, uh, well, that's it for this week's Pokey Quiz. We are going to take a short break, guys, and we'll come right back at you with the topic. Hey, guys, it's Bosefis, and if you're wanting to know how you can be more involved with the Puckle Podcast in between shows, you can come to PucklePodcast.com, where you'll find information on all of our social medias. Also, we have a chat box there, where you can come meet up, chat with us. On the second Monday of every month, we have a chat box meetup. Way to, good way to get a free 6IV ditto. All of that is at PucklePodcast.com, and if you want to email to the show, it's PucklePodcast at gmail.com. Catch you on the flip-flop. And on to the topic today. The topic today is going to be uh, getting into competitive Pokemon. This is something that I've been asked a lot in the recent uh, few weeks, and I don't. I think this is a topic that's general enough that it doesn't belong in Battlecast. Battlecast is for the people who are already in it and trying to get into it. But I, I've, been, I've been asked several times, how, how do I get into competitive? What's the best way to do it? And it's and perfect so, for me because I'm doing that right now in, yeah. in this generation. So, so, so I think I think there's a few things to to realize about competitive. I think I think these are the basic rules that you should learn when learning any kind of competitive game in, in general. Uh, one, you need to know the you need to know the pieces. So in this case, you need to know the Pokemon, right? What yeah. what can they do? What roles can they fill? Uh, what do they have at their disposal? Um, it's the same way if you're playing something like Overwatch. You need to know the characters, what they can do, and stuff like that. Um, or even Dota or something like that with the heroes. And so uh, that that's a huge thing. The other thing in Pokemon that I think is a little bit different than others is you need to uh, you need to build your prediction skills, right? Mm-hmm. You need to learn how those pieces are going to be used and how to read a player to be able to 100% understand how to get in there and defeat them. So oftentimes the early part of the match is the most important because mm-hmm. that's whenever you like are reading your opponent. That's mm-hmm. whenever you're making careful plays. O- oftentimes you won't see a single Pokemon faint until like turn 20. Yep. You you learn you learn how your opponent plays and you'll know what to expect from them. Uh and you'll get a feel if you play a lot of showdown where on the ladder these specific things happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um I know I do that all the time. And so 
So uh, that that's that. Those are just the basics to keep in mind when learning a competitive meta. These are the things that you need to know. You need to know how the Pokemon work and how people play Pokemon. Um, the, these are the two things. So uh, I, at a very base base level, like hey, I just want to play some Pokemon and get a feeling for it. I think a great first of all, download Showdown. Showdown is an excellent tool for learning how to play Pokemon. Um, it's great for simulating because then you don't have to build the teams right away if you're still tweaking their effort values, tweaking which members are there and stuff like that. You might drop an egg move for something that's not an egg move and it makes your life significantly easier. Yeah. So uh, it, it's a great tool. So go download that. Um, then even before you build a team, if you want, if you're just looking to get into Pokemon and get a feel for it, uh, you can just do the random ladder. I think I think the random ladder is an excellent place to start um, if you're if you're just looking to get into it. Now, uh, because they'll just give you six random Pokemon, and you they'll typically have I think I think the sets are based on what's most popular at that time, uh, move wise on those Pokemon, uh, and they have a little they have a few gimmicks in there that are that are kind of like inside jokes once you're into competitive like um, Rotom fan holding a balloon, um, yeah, because he's got three ways to like not be hit by ground air balloon. He's flying type, and he has levitate. So yeah, uh, <laughs> they're all negated if you use gravity. Yeah, they're all negated. They're all negated at once, so it's whatever. Uh, <laughs> but air, air balloon Rotom fans fan can sometimes pop up. But you'll you'll get a feel. You'll be able to like, okay, this Pokemon's got some natural bulk. Okay, this Pokemon can hit hard, stuff like that. And it, it, it's a good way to get into it and get a feeling for it. So if you're if you're just like. You don't know what to do next. You don't know how to build a team. You don't know where to go for teams. That's a great way to go. Random battling might be a good way to like start team building to get yeah, to like yeah, see, I, see what you like, see what you want to put on your own. Exactly, team, you know? exactly. It's just a good way to get ideas, I think, um, and just get a feeling. I think, I think the next step then, if you really want to get into a competitive meta from there, is to go and uh, you. I, I wouldn't suggest team building right away, right out the gate, uh, if you're trying to learn the game. I, I know a lot of people will try to be like, well, this is how you build a team, and you try to do that. I, I don't think so, because there's a lot of great resources out there right now that will actually have uh, pre-milled teams. There are sample teams out there already that you can go grab for OU, uh, and you you can try it out. You can try those out. Um, I would say just go battle on the OU ladder a little bit. You're gonna do. There's going to be a couple things that happen. Uh, one, you're going to lose a lot if you're new to the game. Uh, it's just naturally going to happen. Um, because one, you're going to be learning how that team works and two, you're going to be learning how to predict. And so those two things are huge. Um, so the, the, like you can just go grab, just Google Smogon, uh, Smogon sample teams, sun and moon, right? And they'll, you'll pull it up. I believe if you even go on showdown right now, I'm going to do this just as a test. I believe you can go to showdown right now, click the overused chat room. And if you click the useful links, it's gonna, there's a teams actually, there's a sun and moon sample teams, and you can just grab them there as well. It's copy and yep. paste, throw them in. <laughs> so you can try those out right there. Um, and these uh, teams are a lot of fun. I'd say, to be honest, that's some really good advice because I was uh, sitting here uh, yesterday basically and being done with the game, I'm like, well, where do I start breeding? Where should I start looking for a team? Exactly, and, yeah. Uh, you know, that advice of going to showdown first is really the the best advice you can give. So, yeah, well, a lot of people, a lot of people get hung up when they're trying to get the competitive about building teams. They get very hung up in team building, and I, I want to make sure that that is not the case. Like, don't don't get hung up in that. Just go grab a sample team. I mean, a lot of them have Zygarde on it right now, but 
go grab a sample team. They're a lot of fun. You'll learn a lot of things about basic OU, a lot of the big threats right now. I mean, all of these have like major threats in my opinions. One of them's got a Mega Metagross on it. Uh, a couple of them have Toxapex. This is, is my advice to anyone getting into competitive. Do not be like, there are levels of players in Pokemon. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There are those who are complete casuals and they're just having fun and that's completely okay. And I, I completely sympathize with that. And then there's this middle area where, where we are. I feel like that's where we are. Those who are trying to get good. And in this area, it's so, so common for people to get hung up on what other people say is good. Yep. So, yep. like, I I have to use only A, A tier and S tier Pokemon. Well, Newsflash, that's not always the best idea. Because A tier and S tier Pokemon are more well-known. We'll, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get into that. that. You're talking about team building. You're talking about team building. We'll, we'll get there. We're not even there yet. Well, what I'm saying is that you can use, like, Pokemon that are not so common. You can be tricky. But, and yeah, that's how, Again, that's, that's team building. We'll talk about players. that later. We'll talk about that later. That's team building. You're, 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 you're jumping the gun. Okay. But with that, with, with that, what you are saying is that uh, you should take advantage of what people have already done before you if you're just starting it. Yeah, if you're just starting, yeah. you can definitely do that. I mean, uh, I think the common saying is... Stand on the shoulders of those who came before you, right? Yeah, um, but like, don't go around saying, "Oh, this." Pokemon oh no, no, no! I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. Okay, I see the point you're making. Strong. Yeah. Uh, yes. Don't go around and being like, "Oh, you're running, you're running this obscure move on this Pokemon." Uh, that's not good. And it's just like maybe yeah. it is. Uh, you don't know. Um, yeah, no, no. That's, that's definitely that's definitely the, the case. But like, like we said, just go grab a sample team, throw it in, learn learn how everything works. Don't don't become big headed. I think is is the motto there. That's if I'm gonna use an example. Yes, go ahead, um, do it. And the UPC, my favorite battle, and I hope he's listening to this is was against Winmore, and <laughs> he was just playing the most obnoxious stall team around. Like every Pokemon on his team was a tank, and it was just meant to like use toxic and completely just wait the entire game while you slowly like sulk in your tears okay <laughs> well on this team and we're both out of the tournament so i can say this now he had a mega sableye and it just so happened that i had brought a pokemon a specific pokemon that no- normally wouldn't be able to counter this mega sableye in this case it was espion so i brought this espion and it had dazzling gleam and a ferium z on it so that it could specifically counter Sableye, and so mm-hmm. he didn't see it coming, and no, no, that, that, like that's he didn't switch out when I had Espeon, and I one one shot KO'd the Sableye, and because of that, I managed to win. In, in my opinion, there, I mean, this that's the next step of player. Uh, so, like in player growth, so uh, first you're just going to learn the meta, learn how things work, how learn how the pieces work generally, right? And then you can start tricking the meta, just like Scron is advising. Um, it's super fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the fun part, right? You, you can start building things that are a little unexpected. Um, another great place to go for uh, sample teams, by the way, is the Puckle Patreon. Uh, shameless promotion. Uh, uh, Shamu and I put a new one up every month. So uh, if you want to get into competitive Pokemon, just uh, be a patron and you'll get a free team every month. And you can try it out. Though our last one wasn't our greatest, I, I have to say that. It, it's a lot of fun to play because we were using um, Choice Scarf Buzzwool. 
which, is, which isn't anything that anybody ever uses. But it was it took a lot of people by surprise because nobody's like, oh, Buzzwell's going to outrun me. Nobody ever thinks that, right? And so you you can take a lot of things by surprise. I took a lot of Greninja's out with that Buzzwell. Because people are like, Buzzwell's going to – we're going to take him out with Greninja. And then Buzzwell's like, leech life. And that Greninja's dead. You know? Uh, fainted. So, PG friendly podcast that <laughs> it's uh, it's I mean you, you do have these but um when you when you're going through and you're learning competitive you need to you just need to kind of start with the basics then you can start to team build um but I, I think we've done a team building episode several times um that that's the next step right you, you learn you learn the meta you learn your pieces and you're like okay I can take these pieces and do something myself right yeah and like. One day you can get to the level where you can just uh, – one. I went to Nationals two years ago and yes. one of the best players I faced was this this, this crazy – this guy with that. like a crazy eye off the side and he was really short and he was just like, hey, want a Pokemon battle? And I faced him and I was like, <laughs> sure, I'll battle you. I'm going to win. I'm going to get some battle videos. I'm going to win in this tournament. And then he just sends out a shuckle. And he uses nothing but the shuckle the whole game, and he just <laughs> destroys everybody in the tournament. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, it's. A, I mean, those metas are fun too, like the little like real life metas that exist, because those yes. aren't always uh, those aren't always specific to uh, to like the the general meta. Yeah, then and... he just sort of like runs off, waddles off, and it's like <laughs> I got my shuckle. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there are people like that, and they're they're fantastic, and I love them. Yeah, so you get to this point where you can team build. Um, a, a great resource for that is actually Smogon. You can you can start with sets there, and uh, you I I, I want to say don't be scared to use Pokemon in different tiers that aren't OU if you're playing OU or so on and so forth. Um, different teams have places for different Mons. Like I want to like Tangrowth and I believe Quagsire were both UU Mons at one point last gen. Yeah, and it was be- th- those tiers are made by usage. So if people are just like oh. These are good. They fit on teams. They become OU, which they are now. Both Tangrowth and uh, Quagsire are both OU mons right now. So nice. uh, don't don't feel like you have to use the most popular Pokemon and make OU the team. Though I think that's not as difficult to do. I think it's more difficult to do right now than it was in the past. Gen 6, you could definitely build OU the team very easily. It's like Talonflame, Lando, and something else. <laughs> and... You've got OU the team. Here, it's a little bit different. Uh, I think I think you can't shove all those pieces together and have a coherent team anymore. You can choose yeah. from Toxapex or Quagsire. <laughs> Choices! Uh, in my opinion, Toxapex is a better pivot than Quagsire, but Quagsire does way different well, things. Uh, I, think, I think they play I two different roles. I think they play two different roles. Is fast, so, yeah. I, I think they play two different roles. It depends on what you they want do. and what your team needs. I mean, it, it like what Shamu and I do. We always start with a Pokemon from the patrons. I actually didn't see which one's winning yet, and I don't want to because I think we gave them. Quagsire is of, better at breaking uh, sweepers. Yeah, he's much better at breaking sweepers. Toxapex is an excellent pivot and a great hazer. Uh, they play somewhat similar roles, but not exactly. And mm-hmm. so you know, just just do your own. Do you do you? Uh, everybody's also you got a different play style. Yeah. Everybody's got a different play style. Let that be known. Uh, if you're just like, man, I really like playing stall, play a stall team, you know? Um, if you really want to play hyper-offense, play hyper-offense. I know myself, I'm a more balanced player, and Shamu is a more hyper-offensive player. So our, our team our team options when we build together, they sometimes butt heads. Man, uh, yeah. You and your Zerka trees, at least. 
Uh, well, Shamu also has a thing for Zerkatry as well, so <laughs> it, it's really bad because it's like, well, I Zerkatry isn't that good anymore. Uh, he was good. Not. He was good. He was good in pre-bank. He's not good anymore. It wasn't uh, good in pre-bank. <laughs> it was good in pre-bank. It was excellent pre-bank. <laughs> it was absolutely excellent. Sure, sure, Thatch. Okay, I'll take you on with a pre-bank team. Let's do this. Let's throw down <laughs> right now, right now, and I'll show you the power right of Zerkatry. Yeah, no, right now, yeah. let's do it. Let's do it. They can watch us play on an audio <laughs> podcast. Okay, we're gonna, the gloves are off. The gloves are off, Scron. You can't. I'll, you can't take I'll out Zerkatry you during your next streaming session. Okay, that sounds fair. We can do some pre-bank. I'm okay with yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> I've got the teams. We'll throw down. Uh, <laughs> uh, but going back to how to get into the game <laughs> before we got sidetracked. By I, I apologize, guys. I'm sorry. Scrawn and I, Scrawn and I, throwing down a real challenge there. Uh, <laughs> the gloves are off, Scrawn. It's um, what I do. <laughs> what um, I, do I, I think I think we've covered most of the bases, though. Yeah, like you can get into team building. Smogon's got this great thing where you can do these team options, and you can kind of build from there and just kind of piece something together. Uh, testing that team is incredibly important as well. Finding the flaws, like I would, I would say, even with the most recent Patreon team that Shamu and I had, uh, we were uh, we were testing it for a while, and we had an Amoongus on the team because we really wanted to like clear smog and just have some fun with Amoongus, and it just ended up not working out because the team had this incredibly strong weakness to Scarberry. Uh, which is actually uh, incredibly popular right now. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And so we're just like, well, how do we get around that? So we're just like, okay, we got to take out a Moongus and throw in Magnazone. Mm. And that's exactly what we did. And the team functioned way better. So it, it was a better team for it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just, that, that's how you, I think that's the gist of how you get in competitive. I don't know you if just gotta, to do You it. just got to play. I think playing is, uh, is the huge part. And I think, I think the resources we've told you, such as the Puckle Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, uh-huh. I can't sure. self-promote. Okay. I can't self-promote okay. without. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The the Puckle Patreon and uh, Smogon sample teams um, is a great place to start. Just so you don't get hung up in trying to build your own team and getting discouraged because it's a bad team. Just just do something that n- people know works first, yeah. and then you, once you get into it, then you can start you know making being tricky and you run in your choice dark buzzwolves. And choice scarf buzzwool, <laughs> choice scarf buzzwool, yeah. and we had a lot of fun with that. Oh my gosh, that that one's so much fun. <laughs> I think choice scarf buzzwool is a, is a hoot, uh, as well. I mean, Doug, huh? Say it's that one keeper. more time. Yeah, it's a keeper. It's a keeper. I, yeah, it absolutely is. Uh, a lot of it, and I and I have to say, you'll hear this again on Battlecast next week, but uh, I do have to say that. Uh, the meta isn't that different. If you're if you're coming from Gen six and you did play competitively in Gen six, the meta isn't that different. So don't be discouraged. <laughs> the, yeah, the meta the meta is not that different. If you were in it in Gen six, uh, the the with a few exceptions. One, you have a lot lot more fairy types um, other than Clefable. Yeah. Uh, you have you have, which is which is good. I think it, it definitely made Clefable not as good, and it let, lets a lot of other things come back in. It's a fun time though. It's a it's a real fun time. Um, out of curiosity, just some OU questions in general. Uh, okay. I know that uh, K- Mega Kangaskhan got nerfed. Uh, it's, it's banned the, still. It's still banned. Okay. Yeah, it's in it's in Ubers. Uh, Kangaskhan's there because it can break sashes so easily. Sure. I mean, you break sashes and sturdy. 
it's not it's not fair to some extent. I mean, it did get nerfed from fifty percent on the second hit to twenty five percent, but that's still not enough. That that wasn't the big reason why it was banned was because the second hit was too was hitting too hard. It was the second hit in general. Yeah, uh, especially in singles because in singles you have Mega Kangaskhan with uh, it, it can double up every move in singles as opposed to doubles where it doesn't double up every move. So in singles you can you can click Earthquake with Kangaskhan, Mega Kangaskhan and you'll get two earthquakes. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. And in doubles, if you click earthquake, you just get one earthquake. You don't get two. Hmm. So uh, the the spread moves got nerfed in doubles to some extent with Mega King is gone, but it's still good Pokemon, obviously, or people wouldn't be using it. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, people wouldn't be using it. But you should totally you should totally go out there and try Pokemon's fun. Hey, when is the Prepare for Trouble tournament coming? Oh crap! I forgot to mention that in the news, and I mentioned that on the Discord last night. Uh, so actually, yeah, the Prepare about it now. Yeah, the Prepare for Trouble tournament uh, is our annual uh, doubles tournament. Uh, I do plan on having the signups by the time this episode launches up on the website. Uh, these are it's gonna you can do a VGC. It's gonna be best two out of three every match and single elimination from the tournament from there on. It's just one of the easier tournaments to run. Um, we're also going to have to start looking for gym leaders for summer league at the same time this year, because we started prepare for trouble so late because we also started, we also started, uh, UUTC so late this year. So we're, we are just behind on the times right now. And so prepare for trouble. will start, uh, the, on April, I believe 10th is the Monday. We'll do that. Uh, so that, that'll start and it should wrap up before summer league starts. So don't worry too much about that. But yeah, if you want to get in some VGC action, that's the place to go. I will get the signups up on the site now that the UTC is wrapping up. So look out for that guys. Look out for that. Uh, anything else I needed to say? I don't think so. Uh, any other final comments, Gron or snag? Um, so basically some, some to summarize your advice, Go play on Showdown. Go play Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> the, the last 20 minutes boils down to go play Pokemon. Get good. Get good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's how you get good. That's how you play. Just to, to play to play any competitive game, you just go play it. And you're going to lose a lot. Just deal with it. Uh, that's part of the, That's growing pains. All right, that is it for our topic. We are going to take a short commercial break here, guys, and we'll be right back at you with the Pokemon of the episode. So we will catch you on the flip-flop. Do you have long commutes to work or school and no reliable way to pass the time? Are you tired of listening to boring podcasts about obscure topics and only at a moderate volume? Then maybe you should try Loudred Audiobooks. Our resident Loudred will loudly read a wide selection of open-source classics to you, including The Old Man and the Cedra, of Merrill and Machamp, and even Lord of the Cutie Flies. For the low price of five Pokemon dollars a month, you can even access more recent bestsellers such as Fifty Shades of Spoink and The Girl with the Dragonite Tattoo. Loudred Audiobooks. Books read loud! And welcome back, guys. We are on to the Pokemon of the episode. Our poke of the episode this week is National Dex number 794, Buzzwool, the swollen Pokemon. A mysterious life form called an Ultra Beast. Witnesses saw it pulverize a dump truck with a single punch. 
You don't you don't know how hard it was for me not to laugh when he was called the swollen Pokemon. <laughs> I, I was just thinking I was just thinking of him walking around being like, I'm so swole. Uh, well, I mean, to be fair, it's, it's swole. Other, uh, I'm gonna go to the gym, get some gains. Uh, so, so I'm I, gonna I, get swole. <laughs> so I, I read it. It's Moon uh, Entry, but its Sun Entry is fun as well. This Ultra Beast appeared from another world. It shows off its body, but whether yeah. that is uh, delay a, a boast or like that, you would too. Make unclear. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. Buzzwool is a uh, is one of the Ultra Beasts. He is, te- he is in the OU tier right now. Uh, <laughs> he is absolutely in the OU tier right now, uh, and he is uh, he is the swollen Pokemon. Uh, he has got a, he's got a base attack of one thirty nine as well as a base defense of one thirty nine with a bug fighting typing uh, with the beast boost ability boosting whatever stat is highest. Typically attack. Uh, in this case, and so he's got he's got a few sets he can run. He's got actually a really good move pool. Like it's it's very diverse. I do have to say it doesn't like have anything in it that would make you be like, oh, this is like the one the one move to rule them all. Uh, so I think I think the most popular set right now is the Roost set with him. Uh, I think it's Roost, Hammer Arm, Poison Jab, and then you can choose between Ice Punch and Lunge, uh, depending on which stab you want. And I don't you, know, uh, Fetch. I've been experimenting with this choice spec set where you run round and hidden power. It's only two special moves. <laughs> Why would you ever do that? <laughs> uh, I'm just highlighting that it has almost no special, special attack. Yeah, special attack. <laughs> you should you should run physical, and you should either yeah. run uh, its speed stats. Not the greatest either. It's at like 79, so it's not terrible, but it's not great. Um, yeah. So you could definitely run. Um, you could. I wouldn't run a speed boosting nature. I'd just run adamant. To get the most out of it. Now you could, uh, you you could you could definitely run just the plain old two fifty two two fifty two, but um, if you run fifty two e uh fifty two HP uh, EVs and one hundred and fifty two special defense EVs, you will actually be able to survive a uh, what is it? Is it you can take you can take two ice beams from a life orb Feromosa. So Ooh. consider that nice. Uh, <laughs> Uh, like, even once, even with that's after stealth rock damage. So. Looking at Buzzwool with its access to leech life, I think that it would be an excellent candidate for an amnesia baton pass strat. Um, yeah, because okay. you could throw an ultra uh, assault vest on it, okay, and then just boost that special defense to astronomical levels. Okay, sounds fun. And, and I, it would be real fun. You could do that probably with Slowbro, honestly. Yeah. Probably do that with Slowbro. Uh, so Buzzwool being an Ultra Beast does not have a card at this moment. Uh, so no TCG section today. Uh, his his entire move pool though is incredibly like it's so diverse. He gets one Leash Life, uh, which I I would rather run Leash Life over Lunge. They both have the same base damage, and Leash Life heals you. So yeah, you go for the recovery. Absolutely, go for Leash Life over Lunge. In my opinion. I, I think lunge does something else as well. I forget what the other effect of lunge. I is. think it lowers attack. Yeah, it does lower attack. It guarantees that. But you're running at 139 defense, so you're fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't worry too much. I'd rather have the recovery than the attack drop. Absolutely, that's 100 the choice. Uh, Hammer arm's a popular move on him right now, though. If you're running the choice spec set like Shamu and I, uh, with the timid Buzzwool. You should definitely run uh, superpowers. Superpowers are a lot of fun. 
Superpower I, is a lot of fun with Buzzwool because one, you get the attack boost from Beast Boost. So every time you use Superpower, his attack drops, but then it comes back up if you Oko. Did so, you just say Timid Nature and Choice Specs? Or, I mean Choice Scarf. My apologies. <laughs> choice Scarf and Jolly Nature? <laughs> no, you don't want Jolly. You want you want No, you do want Jolly. You're right. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're so right. You're so right. Um, I was like, I got, wow. I got that backwards. It's, it's a Jolly Buzzwool, not a Timid Buzzwool. Yeah. Uh, I got my I got my I got my nature switch there. This yeah. is why you should just look it up. Uh <laughs> I was like, "Why? Why timid?" <laughs> yeah, you should. This is why you should look it up uh, and not just do it off the top of your head. Uh, he gets a lot of. He gets. I think he gets thunder punch. Yeah, he gets thunder punch and ice punch. No fire punch. Fire punch is like one of those moves that nobody has. Ice punch is great, but it's also a bug type, so that might explain why it doesn't have fire punch. So yeah, no, no, that's why a lot of them don't have fire punch. I mean, but fire punch in general, like you want Pokemon to have it, and I don't feel like any of them do. I'm looking this up now because I want to know what Pokemon know Fire Punch. Uh, Face my they're... burning wrath. I well, am like, on so, fire. Like, so like you can see a lot of Ice Punches and Thunder Punches coming from uh, Mega Metagross, but you never see Fire Punch, right? So yeah. the Pokemon that learn by level up are Hitmonchan, Magmar, Dragonite. Dragonite, that's weird. Um, Ampharos, um, Blaziken, Manicham. Uh, no Infernape, actually. Uh, and move, he man. also, uh, Darmanitan, Regigigas, and Dusknoir. Hmm. Okay, um, breeding it, but the people that can get it via breeding is uh, our Abra, Machop, Ghastly. That's really weird. Drowsy, Alekid, uh, Chimchar. That's how you get it on your Infernape. Buneary, Panseer, and Scraggy. That Fire cool. Punch is actually like really hard to come by. Oh, Move Tutors. Here we go. There's a Move Tutor for it, so we saved everything. Uh, uh-huh. Charizard learns Fire Punch. Nidoking King learns it. Um, Muck. That's kind of cool, actually. Um, I'd like to see a Lolan Muck with Fire Punch. I feel like that would go a long way, in my huh. opinion. Because that would actually, that would handle, that would handle, uh, what's that called? Ferrothorn Fer- really well with Muck. Yep. Um, Tyranitar. Uh, Ludicolo. Ludicolo gets it. That's pretty sweet. And you're going to tell me, you're going to tell me that Buzzwool can't learn it? It's Ludicolo. He's a, he's a grassy pineapple. <laughs> and like he he totally get Jirachi gets it. Uh let's see anybody else. Fat, I think it? you're obsessed with the fire punch right yeah, now. Yeah, I think I think we need I to am. go back to talk to Buzzwall because there's no card for it yet, but No. It'll be a card one day. Uh one day he'll be a real boy. Uh I don't think it's in the I don't think it's in the set yet. I don't think it's in the upcoming sets. Oh, 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 wait a sec, wait a sec. All right, so you guys know the guy, the first Westerner who designed Pokemon? He like yeah. uh, Vanilla, Volibi, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yep. He designed Buzzwall. Ooh. J- James Turner, yeah. That's because he probably goes to the gym. Yeah. Good, good on Fun, him. Fun <laughs> trivia. <laughs> Buzzwall. <laughs> Buzzwall. No, well, yeah, that's, just I working mean, out one day. Oh, that'd be a cool out. Pokemon. He just sees this really jack dude, and he's just like, "That'd be a cool Pokemon." Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm honestly really disappointed by the Ultra Beast. I really wish there would have been more lore or more like story behind them. Like they built them up to be this super cool thing. Like when you see the Tapu Koko about to punch the Feromosa or the Buzzwool, depending on what game you had, right? I was just like, "Oh, yeah. sweet! There's gonna be this awesome story part where I go around and beat up Ultra Beast," and that didn't happen. I'm I'm mm. legitimately upset by that, you know. 
that I could not go and catch an Ultra Beast. Like, or beat up Ultra Beast. Like, I thought it would have been a really cool, like, um, RPG, like, JRPG thing to, like, go beat them up as bosses, you know? Mm. And then after, and then post-game we have something like we have, like, oh, there's still Ultra Beast leaking in, go seal it up, you know? Yeah, that was... Yeah, I got you. And, like, they all look like people, so it's just like, well, let's make them attach to people somehow, right? That, that would have been cool. Mm. You could have been like, Faramosa looks a lot like this lady, and then well, Lego looks like that. Well, Fats, do you, know, do you want to know why they kind of look like people? Uh, I know I know. Lego looks like Lily because Lily looks like Lego. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Basically, uh, Lusamine uh, dressed her kids up to look like the Ultra Beast because she was yeah. obsessed with them. Yes. And also made herself look like an Ultra Beast. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, but that doesn't explain like Guzma or Guzma and uh, Azurkatry and stuff like that. Um, and huh. I really, I really think there would have been like a lot of cool. I think there, I think there could have been a cool connection where like maybe they they like imprinted on them or something, you know. And that that's that would have really been really cool. cool. I, that's what I thought originally, and I was a little disappointed with what we got. You know, hmm. I thought it was one of those things where I thought they were going to blow me away with like I would never have thought this. Mm-hmm. And it, it absolutely wasn't that. So that, mm-hmm. that's just me and my disappointment. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, no Buzzwall. I think we're yet. done with Buzzwall. Yeah. I think we're done. He doesn't get fire punch. That's the important takeaway here. He um, doesn't get fire punch. <laughs> that's the takeaway. That's the takeaway. <laughs> wow. Uh, so <laughs> you can go ahead and uh, check out all of this, uh, all of the exciting stuff. Um, sometimes I fly will definitely have a fun article to write about how Buzzwall doesn't get fire punch. Uh, this week, uh-huh. so check out PuckoPodcast.com and hear all of the awesome things they have to say about Pokemon. Fun, fun fact about this, listeners: as we were doing this segment, I caught a Buzzwall. Ooh, nice! Uh, so we are going to uh, we are going to take a we're going to kick it on over, guys, to the mailbag. It's mail time! It's time for the mailbag. Send in your email. The mail's here. Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. Mail. And on to the oh. mailbag. What? Okay, as always, <laughs> the mailbag is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Toros. The energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. And okay, there it is again. Uh, <laughs> And so for those of you that don't know, uh, po- uh, this is our segment where we read listener emails. They are just typically a writing prompt, but you can send us an email literally about anything and we'll talk about it. So uh, our email is, of course, pucklepodcast at gmail.com. And our question last week was, have you ever quit Pokemon because it was uncool or do you have a fun Pokemon story to go along with that? So um, check that out. So uh, we're going to jump right on into it, though. Our, so our first one is from Good Pilgrim, and Snag wants to read that one. Yes, and I'm taking this one because I know uh, Good Pilgrim in in real life. I I went to college with him actually. He's also the host of Pokemon Rollout, or part of the host of the Pokemon Rollout. Yes, yes. So uh, check that out. Greetings, Pokalonians. Long-time listener, first-time writer, Good Pilgrim here. I keep meaning to write, but life gets in the way, you know. You've had some great mailbag questions lately, and I want to knock a few of them out, if you can spare the time to listen to me ramble. First, my favorite, po- my favorite addition to Pokemon Go, aside from Gen 2 Pokemon, obviously, is the ability to team up against a gym. 
honestly, maybe this feature was there earlier, but I didn't notice. But I think it's the gym, there. it's definitely yeah, been it's there. been there since pretty early. Where yeah, I think I think it, it's up it to like, from like it was from the beginning. Yeah, I think it's about ten people can battle a gym at once, which is kind of cool. It's something like that, yeah. Uh, honestly, maybe this feature was there earlier, but I didn't notice. But I think the gym battling mechanic was smoothed out so well lately that although. Uh, that although the serious Pokegoers have a distinct advantage, if you have a friend or two on the same team, those high-level gyms topple with ease. That being said, what are we getting trading? Good and question. Would, <laughs> no kidding. Uh, I have a whole host of Pokemon I'm just waiting to, uh, holding on to so I can trade with them. Uh, that being uh, sorry, and and with and I'm with Jushiro on the desire to have the app play in the background. Let's start a petition and send it to Niantic. Yeah, they'll tell you to go buy a Go Plus. <laughs> like literally, that's how they'll do it. That's Pretty much, that's what Jushiro did. Yeah. yeah, sorry to break it to you, Professor Sneeze, but uh, he got a Go Plus. You're on your own now. <laughs> yeah, I, I got one as well. <laughs> Uh, although the one last comment on that, you can uh, it does have a better um, uh, what is the word uh, a mode where if you basically you turn it upside down, it turns your screen off. But uh, it the still battery runs. saver mode that's the one it's called. Thank you. So next, my first experience with Pokemon was the premiere of the anime. I was a lad of nine, and school had just started. As the oldest in the family, I was allowed to con- uh, control of the TV remote and quickly found my way to Kids WB, where the old style of car- uh, where this old style of cartooning, which I later learned was called anime, hit me with powerful colors, majestic monsters, and big explosions. Soon, I met Ash Ketchum, a boy only a little older than I. I would be ten in four months who was about to take possession of his first uh, pocket monster, a partner in crime who would adventure with him to become the very best. I was in love. This was the show I needed. I sat in front of the boob tube with rapt attention as Ash and Pikachu started their rocky relationship as his mother embarrassed him by packing his extra underpants in front of the entire population of Palatown and ultimately wept when Ash leapt in, sacrificing his own safety to protect his ornery Pikachu from the attacking Spearow. This was this was a story that not only tickled my fancy for adventure, companionship, fantasy battling, and collecting. It was a story that spoke to me like an adult, acknowledging my feelings, knowing that I, in my tiny childish body, could understand true friendship, self-sacrifice, and love. When I when I was called to supper later that day, I reenacted the whole story for my entire family, not quite verbatim, so that my two younger brothers likewise became enthralled by the idea. That Christmas, I was given a blue version, and one brother received red version. The next year, the youngest brother received yellow version, rounding out the set. That, like, worked out perfectly, it sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I finished the game before my birthday in January, and then we learned we could trade and battle, and my love for Pokemon grew. I'm not sure when, but sometime amid all this, I discovered the TCG and the idea of having my own pocket monsters hanging around in my pockets was too good to resist. In those early days, we didn't understand exactly how they could battle, but we made it work. I don't think anybody knew how the battling worked back I think you just days. were just like, I win, because it's a water type, you know? <laughs> What's this energy? What, what does this yeah, mean? Yeah, <laughs> I don't need these cards. Get rid of that. I was so in love with these cards that I got myself into trouble stealing from my cousins who didn't uh, love them as much as I did. No, really, my cousins didn't care. Uh, and when I shamelessly tried to return the cards, they shrugged and said they didn't play with them anyway. <laughs> uh, 
my love only grew when more Pokemon were added in Gen 2. Although I was a sucker for Squirtle in Gen 1, Cyndaquil stole my heart. I expanded again into Gen 3, choosing Torchic as my starter, the only starter for Gen 3. Uh, but when my Pokemon wouldn't transfer, uh, all transfer together among the three generations, I started getting disappointed, as did a lot of people. <laughs> uh, this was also deep into my middle school years, and my friends were uh, growing increasingly cool. I held on to Pokemon <laughs> longer than all of them, but with no one to play with, I was becoming uh, lonely. Uh, what really... Uh, uh, what I really needed back in the early 2000s was Wi-Fi. I was, I'm convinced if our Game Boys could connect uh, to the internet back then, I would have never fallen off the wagon. That's probably true, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Now I'm starting to answer another mailbag question. Uh, yes, I did quit Pokemon because it was uncool, although that's really an oversimplification. My friends treated it as uncool, and those who loved it were just kids with whom I couldn't relate. I still knew it was cool. I loved Pokemon through high school and college. I just didn't play the games. Occasionally, I'd meet a friend who loved it as I did, who validated my love of little monsters. Shout out to Professor Snag, who is reading this email. (laughs) (laughs) But then I was broken and had other things to put money towards, like student loans, food, rent, and a wedding. Pokemon Go. Yes. Pokemon Go was a saving grace for me. I could talk to more people about Pokemon, play the game casually amid my busy life, and relive some of my formative years. Around the same time, having heard about uh, the Pokemon Tabletop United game, I got the opportunity to play. Now I was living Pokemon. These little guys, uh, part pet, part collector's item, all friend, made their way back into my life in a big way. Although I still don't have a 2DS or 3DS, I'm enacting a plan to get into the Sun and Moon Wagon, to recover Pokemon as I haven't had it since my pre-teen years. Anyway, thanks for keeping the love of this wonderful franchise alive, Puckalonians. Sorry for a long email. Keep the adventure alive. A dear fan, good pilgrim. Excellent email. Uh, I'm going to politely ask, please never send something that long again. (laughs) (laughs) There's... You know when the people say, like, sorry for the long email, and it's not a long email? You're not uh, sorry. You <laughs> sent it. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, he didn't even say sorry for the long email. This, this is the definition of a long email. You know uh, yes, you this, know what happens when I try it, to write long emails to Thatch? He deletes them. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks at them and says, Scrod, I'm not reading this. I'm deleting it. Then I have to dig it through the trash and send it back to myself so I can keep it in my <laughs> personal archives. But... Uh, as as uh, Thatch had mentioned, uh, a good pilgrim. Uh, he he joins up with me in Pokemon Rollout, uh, where we where we play Pokemon Tabletop United. So if you'd like to check us out, uh, please uh, please join us again. It's uh, Pokemon Rollout. All right, so Scrawn, I'll let you get this next one from the Sentient Pokeball. Greetings, trainers. It is I, the sentient Pokeball, writing in to talk about which standard format Rapidash TCG card is the best, per Viger's request. This honor most assuredly <laughs> goes to the Rapidash from Flashfire slash Generations. It features in the basic red theme deck, which only exists on 
Pokemon trading card game online, and only to players who started about half a year ago or earlier. However, when I started as a newbie on PTCGO and only had access to theme decks, this card was a great one to put into play. Its agility attack gives the player the chance to stall the opponent's damage output for a turn, and its overrun attack deals 40 damage to the active and 22 avenge Pokemon of your choice. This was a great early game attacker to deal damage, sponge, a hit, or stall, and set up future KOs for later in the game once you set up your Delphox or Macargo. By the way, the Flashfire artwork is objectively the best. Anyway, that is all from me, so I will catch you on the flip-flop, sentient Pokeball. That's important information, you know. Important information. Just so random. I love it. Uh, okay, so uh, this next one is from the British Gent. And I feel like I should read it because he's very he's being very involved. Oh, yeah. I have this one's really that. long. Jeez. Yeah. Okay, and then we're probably going to believe like one more, and then we'll kind of call it a day. Uh, we'll see. I'm sorry to everybody we didn't get to today. I need to figure out like a good way to like read emails that we haven't read. Um, Make sure to go blame Professor Sneeze and the British gent because if your emails yes. weren't read. <laughs> well, they were like good emails though, so like I can't skip them. They are. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. Good day to one and all. It is I, the British gent. He says I'm to sorry. read it in a British accent, Thatch. Come on. I... You don't want to hear that. <laughs> I want to hear it. <laughs> Newsflash, buddy. <laughs> it's just, I just feel like that's racist at some point, right? Like, it's not racist. <laughs> <laughs> it's British. Come on. You can't be racist against British. So... They conquered most of the known world by through imperialism. Jeez. <laughs> I'm sorry for not writing in sooner, but finding the finding the typewriter finding the typewriter out and then finding some ink for it was such a bother. My little Growlithe seems to like the ribbon as a chew toy now nowadays. But seriously, though life's been a bit of a well, shall we say, difficult. Uh, I have some work to catch up on, so I hope to hear. So I hope you will hear from me again soon. Uh, I'm just reading. I'm dyslexic today. Um, Firstly, I am sad to say I won't be attending PuckleCon this year. The price is sadly a little too much for me and my family to pop over the pond for a visit. I will be, I will though be listening in on anything that will be online or streamed. Oh, we plan on having a lot of content, so it's not a problem. PuckleCon's gonna be a blast. I'm so excited. Uh, British Gent, just leave them behind. Easy. It saves like a lot of money. <laughs> saves like at least a thousand dollars, right? Uh, I have really enjoyed the UTC. It's my first time entering the competition and loved meeting and chatting with everyone I have battled with. I will admit the feeling of my last battle with the mighty Fluffy has got me so hyped at the end, how it ended, and uh, and loved it. Looking back, I see why some people might think think it, but the feeling it gave me, all that work was worth it. Uh, I thought I would tell you a story of my, my time before Pokemon came out in Europe, though, as you've been asking for our first times. I believe I have told you my first time playing the games, but I was actually reading about Pokemon some months before it came out. As we know, the game came out in 1998, but 1996 for Japan, and it's mo- and the months before this that helped me out in secondary school. I was 15 for those who don't understand the English school system. I would like to say, uh, I, I would like to say, do not do as I did in my story, as you can get into some trouble. I will keep this short. I had a school project to come up with, a board game to help learning for children. No one was into video games at my school, believe it or not. No one had ever seen Pokemon. I could see an easy project ahead of me. I drew Bulbasaur, Charmander, Squirtle, and Rhyhorn. These were to be my aliens that were that was coming down to Earth, uh, that were coming down to Earth to learn about us. With a quick printout of, of planet Earth and a path for my aliens to travel around our planet, and a few questions made for different spaces, my board game got me a C plus. 
<laughs> I was told I was let down, let down by my write-up. So even before the game came out, Pokemon has always been my friend. A C well, he, plus. Wow. Yeah, that's the standard right there. Uh, yeah. uh, high roller. Yeah. <laughs> Looking back to some of your questions you've asked in the past, Pokemon on the Switch, I will see, will go, either, uh, will go either two ways. It will either go in a way of having secondary games on it, like Pokemon Snap, a good game, but won't take the main games, or it will go all on the Switch and the DS line will disappear. They could easily make a Pokemon game open world on the Switch. Just think, Zelda, but enemies, enemies there, Pokemon. Ah! Uh, I don't know if I like that. When you encounter them, you challenge, you change to a battle screen. You don't need two screens for Pokemon. Just look at the stadium games. Well, Just no one cares at, like, what you think, Thatch. I, he said that. He said that. I didn't say it. What? Oh, oh. It was okay. in the email. I, I am reading verbatim, okay? <laughs> okay? None of these are my original opinions, Scrawn. Since when have I wanted another like, Pokemon Stadium? Gosh. Um, <laughs> what I would like to come back... What would I like to have come back to Pokemon? How about a short ending to the game? The first time you finish Sun and Moon as champion before you get to start the game, it takes about five to ten minutes for all the story to play out. That is so true. The party to go on and for the credits to go through. Why? There's simply no reason it takes so long. I'd also agree to bring the safari zone, bring back the safari zone, but please not just one fenced area. Give us something to walk around and explore, please. Last week you spoke about people hating on you if you liked Pokemon. Uh, it's nice. It's not. It's not a nice. Uh, it's not a nice subject to talk about, but it does happen. Not only will teenagers go through it, but also older people will. How how many times have you heard the saying? It's time to grow up. The amount of times that it can be said to someone to enforce them to feel that it's a bad thing for someone to play a game. It's a shame that people have turned turned this way. We should all be able to grow up the way we wish and not the way we are pushed. Okay, I think it's about time for me to stop chatting away now. But before I go, I would like to ask you a question. Out of all the bad teams we have met over twenty one, uh, over nearly twenty one years in Pokemon, which team would you want to be on and why? Ooh, good question. Scrod, go. You have an answer for this. Which it's team? Aqua. Like evil team? Yeah. Uh oh man. Uh Inside Plasma because Innis Bay. Ooh. I I actually I actually really want to be Team Rocket. I want to be a mobster that nobody likes. <laughs> okay, that would be pretty cool too. That'd be pretty cool. I don't know if I could deal with the whole like uh hurting Pokemon thing though. I they won't hurt Pokemon. <laughs> Well, they that's what they them. do. They just hug them, Scrawn. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Uh, I would they probably... cut off slowpoke tails. I would Wait, probably let's... honestly go with um, uh, Team Skull. Just because they're so... They don't take themselves seriously. They're silly. And, um, like, they're they're run by... I mean, I'm not sure how... How old is Guzma supposed to be? No one knows. He okay. wants all the Bugnium Z. <laughs> anyway, uh, he is... Uh, I mean, he still lives in his parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. He moved back there, to be fair. He moved yeah, back. He moved back, yeah. So anyway, he it's just... This is probably the least organized of the evil teams, and I think uh, I, it's probably my favorite for that reason. So I'd be, I'd be on Team Skull. He says, or would you set up your own team? No, we have established teams. None of us are leaders. Um, uh, I've decided for you guys, by the way. Um, <laughs> what would be your background and your goal? I mean, just to have fun, being evil, you know? Right. Yeah. Thank mm. you for lending an ear. I have to get back to my little Growlithe. He's gone and hidden me, hidden my Maw Isles Megastone, and I'm still waiting to get my hands on it. 
My Evie is having her own conversations in her own way, uh, as an 18-month-old does. So it's only a matter of time now till she starts trying to train her own team. So I need to plan for, for it coming. Till the next time, I'll catch you on the flip-flop. Hashtag Puckle 10. Hashtag Rose Thatch. Hashtag Not Got the Green Taurus Badge. Hashtag Love the UTC. Hashtag Forgot Why to Roast Thatch. The British Gent. <laughs> Thatch, you are so bad at podcasting, you can't even talk in a British accent. I know. Oh, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to embarrass myself. Uh, I don't want to embarrass myself. Look at me. I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag roast Thatch. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you read uh, Red 7, uh, uh, Snag. We're just going to skip ahead because just okay. in case time. All right. Sure. Sounds good. Uh, so this is, yeah, from, from Red... Yeah, I got the right Okay, this is from Red 7. Thatch, I don't know what you did, but you saved me. The SWAT team burst into my home and took down the robber that held me hostage. That was you, wasn't it? What's that? You're saying it was not you? Oh, Thatch, you're too modest. I'm not sure what strings you pulled, but thanks. It totally was me. <laughs> By the way, it was me. I, it I, was. I... <laughs> I had the chance to listen to Puckle on Tuesday, and the topic really hit home for me. I was raised in a super religious home, and Pokemon was super forbidden. I'm talking like vanity's emptiness forbidden. Sorry, the new Yu-Gi-Oh! ban list came out, and I'm still thinking about whether or not it changes much for me. <laughs> we were not allowed to have Pokemon cards, play the games, or watch the anime. Somehow, my brother and I survived the Pokeban, and we were able to continue our journeys to become Pokemon masters early into high school. The polka band. <laughs> it sounds like a polka band. Like it, it does. <laughs> Frankie Yankovic. <laughs> it was after a fire and leaf green that we fell off uh, and started worrying about other things. Girls, schoolwork, social lives, and college prep began to dominate our lives. And the monsters that had once accompanied us in early adolescence took a backseat to our priority list. It wasn't until my freshman year in college that my love for Pokemon began to spark anew. Gen 4 had been released the year before, and I had seen some pictures of the new starters. A doofy-looking penguin, a scrawny-looking chimp, and a, uh, and a regal and majestic turtle, uh, who would no doubt be the very backbone of the Pokemon world. Just saying that, Torterra is life. I mean, that's what 16-year-old me thought. <laughs> I decided to spend some time, uh, uh, some of my savings on a DS and a Diamond version and quickly rekindled my passion for Pokemon. Since then, I have been very open about my love of Pokemon and I often pl uh, play in public. I used to get a little ridicule from my friends, but eventually I accepted it and soon came to associate me with the game. Uh, I have done the same, basically. Uh, I am known as, the, in my, the high school I teach, I'm basically known as the, the guy who wears the Pokemon belt. So, Understandable. <laughs> Coolest teacher around, no doubt. Uh, some some students would say so, yes. <laughs> some students, yes. <laughs> uh, where was I? Uh, just recently, one of my best friends asked me to stand in his wedding. I was presented with the most amazing groomsman's gift, a bottle of whiskey and four packs of Pokemon cards. <laughs> that Damn, is... that is a good gift. Yeah, right? Yeah. I, I'm a fan. Yeah. I know you'd be a fan. <laughs> What I'm I trying really to some Pokemon cards. Oh uh, yeah, definitely the Pokemon cards. 
Mm-hmm. What going. I'm trying to say is this. Do what you want. You have no idea how much happier life can be when you decide to do exactly what makes you happy. I'm 27 years old. I have a beautiful wife, two amazing children, and now one year into a career that I love. I still I still play the nerd games that I grew up with, and now I get to share them with my children. Before I go, here's a list of words for you, for you to describe your co-host, Thatch. Uh, wonderful, wonder-filled, full of wonder, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's Walton the Airful. Ah, yes, thank you. <laughs> for those of you, it's, it's wonderful, but in every other every other letter is capitalized. <laughs> Later days, Red7, hashtag Puckle10. You All gotta right. stop inflating his ego, Red Seven. <laughs> you have to always say mean things about Thatch. It's how we keep him doing the you podcast. You gotta keep me in check. You gotta keep me in check. You know, if not, if not, I start going on for like thirty minutes about how great I am. Uh, <laughs> Shut up, Thatch. <laughs> exactly. I'm back no one cares. <laughs> All right. Uh, are we uh, d- still good on time, or been uh, we can do it? one more? Let's do one more. Let's do Babalu, though. I like. Okay, that. I'll knock it out real quick. Hey there, Pucklecast. Babalu here to ask, answer the mailbag questions. First off, I didn't get too many people bothering me about playing Pokemon as an adult, but more on that later. I played Pokemon very consistently through Red, Blue, and Yellow, Silver, and finally Sapphire. I never got Gen 4 when it came out because at that time my other friends had stopped playing Pokemon, so I didn't know the game had come out and the internet wasn't a big thing for someone who had dial-up. For the next few years, I just replayed the games I already had till Black 2, White 2 came out. And then I then got caught up with the games, but I still hadn't haven't played black 2 white 2 and have been up to date ever since my favorite gen is gen 2 by far a big part of what is getting to go back to kanto getting back to people whenever someone tries to make fun of me for playing pokemon getting back to people whenever someone tries to make fun of me for playing pokemon i just say i play what i love and that's pretty much all i need to say this email is getting kind of long so i see this guy knows what's up (laughs) (laughs) this email is getting kind of long so i so i should let you guys go in closing i will just say hashtag puckle 10 babaloo p.s not toro's badge you know what no this guy this guy was shortened to the point i vote for him he didn't (laughs) he didn't leave a long ass email uh by the way the the p.s looks like it says uh naruto's badge in my mind uh i could go with babaloo babaloo is cool uh so babaloo you got the green toros badge Uh, you can just submit for it on the puckle website and it's all yours uh, Answer the question, short and concise. You get the badge. <laughs> it's as simple as that, people. This, this coming uh, from the guy who used to basically have uh, a a poem as a prerequisite. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I've had lots of prereqs in the past. Uh, right now, my prereqs are hashtag puckle ten hashtag I don't have a green tourist badge. I am super uh, proud of that poem. If you go back to that episode when I first wrote in, I don't remember like, which one that, it was. It was a poem about the Pokemon anime, and it was like Team Rocket blasting off again, and I was super proud of it, but Shamu completely butchered it, and it made me really <laughs> mad. Um, anyway, but if you go back to that, then feel free to like comment on it or whatever. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> so that's it for the show today, guys. Thank you for everybody being here um, and listening to the show. Uh, so we have a few things. Just shout-outs to our socials. Uh, so you can check us out on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Tumblr, and Reddit. All of those are on PucklePodcast.com with the little advertisements on top. You can check us out there. Uh, they're also in the show description as well. You can follow us there for the latest up-to-date news on the community and the goings-on, and if there's new episodes or new content. 
Um, you can also check us out on uh, you can check us out on iTunes and leave us a review. It helps a lot of people find us. Uh, I know some of you probably don't listen to us on iTunes, but it's the biggest uh, market for podcasts right now, so it really does help us out if you can review us there. In addition to that, if you have a little extra change jingle in your pocket, uh, you can either donate to us uh, via Patreon, patreon.com slash pucklepodcast, uh, where we're, we give you guys stuff at the right tiers. Uh, just check it out over there. Um, and I think we're going to update a uh, – we need to update the goals uh, for our stretch goals. Yeah, I think at $500, we're going to be doing a release of a super rough cut adult version commentary of uh, – of Pokemon 2000 that uh, Ethan Bo and I recorded. Oh uh, no! Yeah, you should not. Oh it, it, no! I, I'm gonna say it is explicit, and you need to uh, you need to listen with adults. No one needs uh, to hear that. It's, you weren't there. You don't know how good it was. Uh, oh, I know Ethan though. <laughs> Jeez, it's literally, it's literally I don't need not, it's jokes, not, man. Not, I don't need those. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally not Ethan's fault. It's literally Bo's fault. Oh my <laughs> no god! <joke. laughs> he still he stole my Pokemon. He's evil. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's been great, and it's you closing time in Lavender Wait, Town. We're not done yet. I'm not done yet. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> you get so check out the Patreon. Uh, obviously, uh, only donate if you want physical stuff instead. You can check us out on Etsy, uh, which the link is again at pucklepodcast.com. Uh, it's up on top if you click the little shopping cart. And so, uh, in addition to that, guys, uh, we started a Discord server recently. We have about fifty people in it now. Holy um, cow! So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually drop the link in the show description here as well. If you're interested in being constantly connected to us uh, <laughs> and being able to talk about Pokemon all the time, it's essentially a mobile chat box. It's much better than what we already have. Yeah, chat wing kind of kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, the chat wing app is just absolutely awful. This is literally what I wanted it to do. Uh, so. <laughs> If you want, guys, feel free uh, to join that Discord server. The link to join it will be in the description below and on the website underneath the chat box as well. So uh, at PuckoPodcast.com. So please feel free to do all those things. And I am Trainer Thatch. I'm Scrum. And I am Professor Snag. And this time, it's closing time in Lavender Town.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.